Welcome to another edition of Football Game Plan Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, if you guys are old school like myself, MySpace, you know, find it out there, you know, Black Planet, whatever you guys still use, you know, some of these old school, school things right there. But all seriousness, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash football game plan on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash FBGB podcast iTunes, be sure to leave us a five-star rating. Um, and also check out a copy of our football game plan draft guide, which is located at footballgameplan.com slash 2021 draft guide. All right. Now that we got all the housekeeping items out of the way, I have a great guest joining me today. That's Shane Magoo of Florida International University. Shane, I appreciate you taking time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the opportunity. Listen, I always enjoy talking to offensive linemen because I, I was a former college running back. So you guys, especially on the interior, because I believe guards in the guard are more critical than guys out on the tackle position. And I'm not knocking my tackles, but man, if my guards in the guard play is outstanding, I'm going to have a great day rushing the football. So for your from your perspective, playing the pivot position, the center position, how critical is interior offensive line play? Because I think you guys don't get the, the credit you deserve. Um, you see the tackle position become the, the sexy position. Everybody wants to play tackle and get paid. But, man, you can't have offense if you don't have good play up up the middle. Yeah, you know, the inside guys, it's a lot of stuff, like you said, goes unnoticed. You know, that, that goes for everybody on the offensive line. But, you know, I think the thing that sticks out, especially with the interior guys, there's a lot of combination blocks and a lot of stuff you got to be on the same page on, whether it's, you know, passing interior twists or, you know, an interior linebacker blitzing and they're exchanging gaps and stuff like that. So you got to be on the same page. So, you know, you really got to mesh with those two guards and everyone's got to, you know, play within like one brain almost. And when you get three guys in the middle that, you know, mesh like they do and, you know, all plays one and really know what the other one's doing without even looking at them, you know, then it really starts to take off as an offense. You know, what's interesting is the fact that football, although a team game, uh, you can have some individual aspects of it. But when you think about the offensive line, the secondary, the and in some cases the defensive line, but more so the secondary and the offensive line, how valuable uh, is communication? And where would you rank that in, in terms of um, being a critical element to playing the offensive line? Yeah, you know, that's really number one. You know, if you're not communicating, especially playing the center position with given line calls and protection calls and slides and all sorts of stuff like that, if they don't know, if you, if your guard, you know, thinks that you're sliding with him and you're really going the other way, that's a bad day for your quarterback. So, so you know, it, it, communication is vital to to a successful offensive line, a successful offense. Whether it's whether it's the center talking to the guards or the guards talking to the centers, the quarterback giving us you know reads he sees, whatever it is, you know, without communication. And nobody's on the same page and you know something we used to say in our room in college is you know if we're going to be wrong let's all five be wrong together so you know hey, you know how much do you guys um because i think and this is is i will get to this in a second but i do think offensive linemen tend to be more of the rational folks on the team <laughs> you know like you know the the hotheads tend to be guys like myself the skill players uh and you know, how often do you guys find yourself gaining control, controlling the situation and really educating? Because let's say, for instance, someone like myself that um, you think you're supposed to score on every play. Right. And then you guys come in a huddle and have to really 
hey, listen, this is what they're doing. And, and this is why we had to block it this way. How much teaching do you guys do out there, not only on the field, but also in your film room? Uh, do you go into other team, uh, other uh, positions, rooms and say, hey, man, this is what we did on this play. This is why we did it. Uh, how much teaching goes on from the offensive line perspective? Yeah, you know, a lot of it. There's some things, you know, that you can do right there on the field, whether it's, you know, if you're talking to your own team, you know, let's say like spring ball, like you're playing your defense line the whole time and you got keys that you're looking at and, you know, you go – outside and you want them to get better so you know you're telling them hey like you're leaning in you're leaning this way you know i can tell when you're going to do this and stuff goes on like that and then as far as like in a game against another team you know you talked about like controlling like our emotions and kind of just like being the rational guys you know offensive line is one of the you know the only positions on the team where you're you're fighting somebody every play like there's going to be times where you're not going to win every time like you kind of deal with the you know, taking maybe a little bit of a loss, that player, it doesn't go exactly how you want it to go because at the end of the day, I don't know what the defense line is going to do. Every single play, you got to react to it. So someone, you know, like a receiver, someone's supposed to catch, you know, when they make those mistakes or, you know, something like that happens, you know, we are kind of the guys that are like, hey, man, like it's going to happen. Like keep going. Just forget about it. Next play, like next play mentality. Your position is one of the more unique ones because, you know, most guys can fire off the football, but you have to snap the ball first and then get into your block. So it's almost like you have to do two jobs uh, before the play even gets started. Uh, from your perspective, and because I, I, I watched the Liberty game, I watch uh, you against Middle Tennessee, and I'm like, man, this dude does a great job in anchoring. So a lot of times D linemen will try to cheat and they'll tilt themselves and they'll try to get a quick jump on you uh, because they know you have to snap the ball. But you do a great job of of not only doing that, but also really anchoring and then redirecting. Uh, how critical are 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 your ability is your ability to anchor, and where do you rank that as far as you know if you're evaluating centers? Yeah, I do think that is you know something that you look at first. You know their ability to snap the ball and maybe play to their snap hand because that is like you said that that is what defensive line wants to do. You know they want to line the nose guard up right on your snap hand and just try to rip that shoulder because they know it's got to stay down an extra second. And if you do have the ability to snap the ball and, you know, get back and square back up and anchor down, you know, you pretty much stop the rush right there. So that is, you know, I believe it's one of the top things people look at. And with being, you know, a faster offensive line, like an offensive lineman being a little bit faster than, you know, most most heavier guys at 300, it really is, you know, plays to my advantage just to be able to, get the ball back, get back, get depth, and get on the same line as my guards and just, you know, hold the wall right there. Because that's what I love about your game, too, is the fact that you're strong and you're athletic and you touched on it because uh, we've gotten – I think we're getting back to – it's funny how cyclical football can be. Uh, we've gone from, you know, smaller offensive linemen to everybody wanting these big, girthy guys, tall, big, girthy guys, to now we're getting back to guys that can move like yourself. Because um, I think you can get out and, and kind of open up the offense a little bit more so on, you know, pulls, trap screens and things like that. Because if you have a center or a guard that can move, man, you can do so much on offense because um, people now nowadays want to focus on size. But at football game plan, we always say, you know, size is not a skill. And we've seen guys at your your stature uh, and size dominate up front. So how much of your size is actually, uh, you know, an advantage for you out there on game day? Yeah, you know, I'm right there with everyone else weight-wise. You know, I'm 300, 303 pounds, you know, something like that. So, you know, I don't really weigh much different. Obviously, you know, there's those real heavy guys that play nose guard sometimes. But 
you know, I'm I'm six one and a half. Like when it comes to paper, pretty much six two. So there's obvious obviously advantages to being longer, you know, reach and stuff like that. But when when you can put yourself in the right position and get underneath someone, you know, that plays an advantage too. So it depends how you look at it. You know, I never I'm never gonna go into the thing saying, oh God, like I'm playing against this guy six six, like I'm toast. No, you just you watch film, you watch other short guys or, or shorter guys that have done it. And you watch the techniques they use, and then you kind of translate it to how you play. And that's kind of the thing I did. You know, I watched, you know, centers like Jason Kelsey, who's also like 6'2". You know, you kind of watch him and realize and take his technique and, you know, take it into your play. And, you know, you got to harness it. You got to just, you know, have the right mindset for it. It's funny you bring that up because that's one of my, you know, sticking points that I always – like I try not to – I've gotten better at not arguing like – with, with folks, I kind of just like let them talk and whether they're right or wrong, just kind of just sit there and just look at them because when they quickly bring up size and I'm like, man, you don't think he knows that? Like, you don't think he's played yeah. this through his whole life? Like, that's what he knows how to do. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So um, looking at the fact that where you played uh, at FIU program has played some really good games. You guys upset Miami. Um, you've done a lot of good things in college and, and that program is still fairly new on the college football la- landscape. How beneficial was going there, getting coached by who you're getting coached by? Um, how was that beneficial for your growth as a, as a player, but also into a pro prospect? Yeah. You know, I mean, I owe many, everything pretty much, you know, that's, that's the only place I played at and come in, you know, I played under two different coaching staffs. I had three offensive line coaches. So each one, you know, kind of like, shape me in as you know kind of just like chiseled off the rock you know into into what i am today and you know i was only with my first off the line coach for a year and i was still a red shirt so you know he kind of taught me some techniques and stuff like that but my second one uh coach mogridge you know i was with him for three years and he took me from like this retro freshman kid that like kind of knew he can play but kind of like wasn't all the way there and he kind of like locked me in really dialed me in and you know kind of gave me the confidence to say like hey man like you can play like if you just dial it in so he taught me you know a, a lot you know I owe a lot to him and then my last my senior year uh coach Joel Rodriguez you know he came in and kind of put a different spin on things you know it's always good to like get the refresher in there and when he came in and kind of just took what coach Mo made me and just say hey man like go ahead and try this try that because you know, being an older guy, he knew that there was, you know, some things that like I had, you know, there were tendencies I had that, you know, I was comfortable with and comfortable playing with. And he was was like good enough to recognize that and not try to change them completely, just kind of turn little tweaks to him. So, you know, I give a lot to my offensive line coaches and, you know, my strength coaches there, you know, they got, you know, all the, all the summers and springs and stuff with your strength coaches, you spend a lot of time with them and you know, they build your mind up to get through a lot of, a lot of tough stuff on the field and off the field. So I owe them a lot. Yeah. Strength coaches do play an integral role, just out, not just in the weight room, but outside the weight room. Um, they see a lot. They, they coach everybody, they coach all sports. So they tend to have a good grasp. And when in terms of perspective is concerned, you, you touched about this earlier. And I think it's a, a, a great point. Um, the recognition, you know, that's another part of your game that I think stands out is that you're able to have, you know, great recognition skills. You're not fooled by twists and stunts. And it, a lot of stuff happens on the football field. It's, it's chaos out there. Once the ball snap, things are moving fast. But you play with a level of control. So where does that skill set come from? How long it took you to, to train your eyes to to slow things down in front of you? 
Um, and, and if you can talk, I know it's a three part question, but if you can talk a little bit about some of the things that tend to tip you off to kind of give you a little head start, like, you know, all right, this twist is coming. You know, I, yeah. I know this is about to happen. So I get myself in position. Yeah. So, you know, the first thing that, you know, the tool we use is obviously film. So we watch we watch a lot of film during the week and look look for giveaways and and maybe like maybe, you know, one of their players leans a little bit or they get off levels a little bit, stuff like that. So films, you know, the number one thing you look at. And then, you know, when you're in the game, as they do it over and over, you kind of see like, OK, like were they in this formation? Like what were they in? But, yeah, you look at keys. So, you know, there's guys, you know, that some teams will be off levels. You know, they'll be in two, three techniques. They go to a split front and they know something's come out of a split front. Down in distance, you know, is a big thing. Uh, levels of the linebackers, you know, caps, stuff like that. So it's all just, you know, you know, little takes and giveaways. Something, You know, sometimes they don't give you anything and you don't think it's coming. And there it is. It slams in your face. And you just got to react to it, which, tr like you said, training your eyes that, that's one of the things I think that, you know, it takes the longest to develop, you know, it takes, you know, it takes reps, it takes practice reps, you know, it takes a good staff putting together good scout cards. So when you go get the scout turning during the week, you know, if they're doing it right, you know, you just train your eyes, train your eyes and eventually just becomes reaction. You know, you see a guy cross your face. If you've got to stop, slow down, you know, it just happens. Like you don't even really think about it as it goes. It just kind of turns into, you know, that play. It just, you know, comes across your face and you just do it without even knowing. That's the part of the game that I think a lot of the fans and and people that watch it from 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 the outside don't understand. Like that drill work that you know it, it kind of creates that that um you know that, that that mentality that okay I've seen this before and I could just react naturally. And you know that's that's the part of the game that I really wish people you know uh in, in, embraced in when they talk about well how did this guy blow this? Like bro, listen, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Uh, out there on the football field, and they practice this. Sometimes it's just that rep that this guy got him. So um, now, talking about FIU, uh, we could probably call it the family business, you know, because your brother played quarterback there. He was a stellar quarterback there. Um, I talked to your brother before when he was coming up in his draft process. How was it for you um, being that close in age? And it's kind of funny how it worked out. Like, you're an offensive lineman. He's a quarterback, so you're kind of going to play together. Uh, how was it playing with your brother? And, and was that something that you guys kind of planned on as you were going through the whole, you know, your whole life as far as like middle league, uh, middle school and, and little league and, and high school and so on and so forth? Yeah, so we played together, you know, all through little league and stuff like that. Either I was playing with the older kids because I was heavier or he would do like an older, lighter kind of thing and come down and play with me. And then we played together a little bit in high school. And then uh, we didn't really, you know, plan. We can't really plan on it in college because, you know, I never know if I was going to get a scholarship offer from FIU or whatever it was. And then that was actually my first offer. And once I got it, I was, you know, I, I was pr basically locked in. They knew they had me. Like Alex was down there. You know, that's kind of how you draw it up. You know, you want to you want to snap to your brother. So, you know, it, it influenced my decision a lot. But being able to play with them and actually get game reps and snap to them and, you know, it. I wouldn't trade that for anything. You know, I, I couldn't imagine another school where I'd want to go that would, you know, beat that feeling of blocking for your brother. And, you know, just, just him helping me, you know, when I first got down there, I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, and he kind of showed me the ropes. So, you know, how college is and, you know, what to do and what to stay away from, you know, just kind of, it helped, you know, you had an older brother in college with you, you know, you can't really complain about that. I mean, especially where you guys are located. Listen, 
I can only imagine the chaos that that you know that was around that campus. So, you know, good for you to have an older brother that kind of keep you away, keep you on on the right track. Uh, you talked about you know uh, Kelsey. You mentioned a guy you watch. Who are some of the other guys that you've watched uh, or that you're currently watching that you kind of pick pieces of their game and add it to yours? Yeah, you know, another one that I've been watching a lot lately actually is Ryan Jensen. You know, I like to I, I like to think that. Well, other people probably too when they watch. I play with a little bit of chip on my shoulder, a little bit of attitude, and you know he, he plays. I can't, I can't. There's some words that I, that you could use, right. guy, but and I love it. You know, I just, every chance he gets, you know, he's running and clearing the hip. He's taking hits on just letting the defensive line know he's there and know he's in the middle and he's ready to go clean anything up that comes his way. So he's one I've been watching. Obviously, I talked about Jason Kelsey, you know, him just being so fast. And I watch how he gets his body in the right position when he pulls around the edge and he's just running. Um, uh, I watched the Pouncey Brothers. Uh, I forget which – I forget the first name of the one that plays center. but um, Right, right, right. Marquise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch him a lot. He's, you know, he's – you know he's he's pretty much offensive line legend now. I think they both just retired, or he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I've watched them a lot. Ryan Jensen, more Pat, like in lately, I watched a lot of Jason Kelsey in college. You know that that's a good way to to have uh, a good you know um, practice to have uh, is you know because a lot of some players that you that you talk to, you know they they are just in it for the present, you know, and they don't really go and watch the game at all. You know, and that's all yeah. oh, it was shocking to me when I first jumped onto the media side of, you know, I grew up watching old NFL films and you, know, you kind of because we didn't have obviously the Internet uh, earlier uh, in, in my in my uh, you know childhood or whatever adulthood. Uh, the Internet just came about like when I was a junior in high school. Right. So, you know, we had the everything was by VHS tapes and, and mm-hmm. word of mouth. Right. Um, or going to see it in live. So it was, it's, it was interesting to hear you you speak about guys that you that are contemporaries that you watch and guys that were played in the past that you watch and um and that's always cool because that shows you truly love the game and so i use that to transition into what is it about the game that you really love the most i just love the like competitiveness you know i'm 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 competitive in everything in life growing up with an older brother that's two years older than you you guys are always always competing at something that doesn't matter if it's getting off the you know who gets home first off the bus it, it doesn't matter what it is we were running racing and just like the the one especially the offensive line position i didn't always play offensive line and once i got moved to offensive line i didn't want to play it at first and then once i started playing it i just fell in love with it i like the one-on-one fights the talking the uh, everything that involved you know just hitting each other every play i love that kind of thing and just the and especially you know when it, especially in college you know there's just like the brotherhood and the relationships like in the locker room, you know, there's a lot of people you ask them their favorite memory, you know, of going. they're not going to tell you, you know, when I ran for the, this touchdown, it's going to be when, you know, the whole team went to the fountain blue after camp and we were all just shooting crap around, just jumping in the pool, you know, just stuff like that. The memories you get off the field with your teammates. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny that you bring it up. Cause that's one of the things that I always notice when I ask that question that no one ever brings up, like a specific player game, it's always something like that. Like I remember somebody asked me that. I was like, man, the the amount of battles we used to have in the locker room on the Street Fighter game that we had. Yeah, you know, like it was like like it used to get serious in there. Um, 
and, and then the Madden games we had as well, too. Uh, so you're right, man. It's just, it's just that's just the part of the game that I just really enjoy that it just kind of fuses people together and you, you end up being longtime, lifetime friends on the back end of it. Now, you do have a pro day coming up, correct? Yep. When's your pro day? Where are you training for? And what is it you're out there trying to showcase to scouts? Yeah, so it's March 29th, this upcoming Monday. It's uh, down, in, down in Miami, obviously, at school. Um, I'm training here in Tampa. I'm from here, so it works out well. Um, I'm training at uh, the Trench Academy. Um, um, you know, I'm really going out there, you know, just to, to prove to them, you know, that I, I can compete, that I'm an athletic offensive lineman. You know, I'm really trying to put up some impressive numbers in the running stuff. Um, you know, with bench, you know, I'm going to prove to them that I am, I am strong, you know, I'm going out there to show them, you know, what I do and, you know, what kind of player I am. And hopefully they see that. No, I think they will, man. And, and just for me personally, um, after you kill that workout, you need to let them know that you could throw further, uh, farther than your brother. So, you know, yeah. I hope you all 60 yards down the field. I, yeah. I, I want to, want to see you get out there and, and show that big make it throw the ball too. You know what I'm saying? Add some more versatility to your game. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Shane, listen, man, it's this been fun. Um, you know, I'm I'm it's been a pleasure to talk to you and watch you just dominate out there on the field at FIU and, and do your thing out there on the field. So we wish you the best of luck moving forward, man. And thank you for taking time. Yeah, I appreciate you so much for having me on.